still we put you on top of things today, Shaquana. Um, still put your comments. We are looking at the comments. Let us know what y'all want to discuss, what y'all feel like we need to touch on. It's so much that happens um in this series and with all of these characters. And so with all of that said, I'm Shaquana. And I am Patrice. Happy New Year. And we don't know where LaCorie at, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> She's hopefully she'll be on here in a minute. But we are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. The Black Girl Book Club Podcast. Hey, hey, everybody who's joining us on um, Instagram. I would say if you want to see everybody, come over to the Facebook group. But I can't even say that tonight because you can't see nobody in the Facebook <laughs> But anywho, tonight we are talking about On Us by author Nina, and I have waited an entire year to discuss this series, right? I don't know why we haven't talked about it before now. I can't, I was like, did we we talk about it? I'm going to put them all the way on blast, y'all. They've been um cutting me off every time. I be like, we got to talk about On Us, we got to talk about Fresh Day Party. They be like, uh-uh. And, and oh, I hope um, <laughs> got her screen on. I did. Did I? Did I say no? No, nah, I don't know. I don't but know. Anyway, but anyway, I know we discussed Clearwater, but we didn't dis- discuss on us, and I have no clue. I was trying right, to get the author that was out of order. Yeah, I was trying to get the author, but um, she said in the future. Yeah, she's got some was, new stuff coming. Yeah, that was ooh. Ah, okay, Lacory. Yes, I'm so glad your girl. My computer ain't working. And Patrice, you know, she's not feeling good. So you're the only person on camera tonight. So you got to give them the good stuff. All the facial expressions, all the, you got to give it to them tonight. I can't hear you, LaCorey. see that energy, LaCorey. Yes. We can't hear you, girl. So I'm going to start off by saying I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping because there is so much that happens throughout this series, so much seriousness that happens, so many things that happen that just, um, that, you know, can open up wounds, traumas, and things like that. So before we start to discuss it, just in case anyone has not read the series, we are going to be talking about some things, you know, drug abuse, um, domestic violence, um cheating <laughs> lots of cheating <laughs> and those kind of things and i just wanted the group to know that we sympathize with anyone who is dealing with any kind of you know mental health issues drug abuse you know suicidal thoughts you know domestic violence and anything like that and if there is any way that you know we can support you you know you want to send a message anonymously or something like that we are here to support you in that and if this is a touchy subject for you or something that you don't care to discuss then you know I wanted to bring that up and you know at the head of the show so with that being said so we are talking about on us on us is a series that stemmed from a standalone book called front street porter i think zoom trying to hate on us tonight because you can see with Corey, but you can't um hear her no we still can't hear you boo go out and come back but um on um on us stems from a standalone book called Front Street Porter. Front Street Porter is really, I would think, 
a lot of people didn't read Front Street Porter first. A lot of people did not get hip until on us. But um, Front Street Porter, if you haven't read it, it gives you a lot of backstory on the brothers and kind of just gives you an idea of how they became the men that they did, but where they started from. So in Front Street Porter, if you haven't read it, like I said, I'm just going to kind of skim over it real quick because it's it's significant. I feel like, well, I feel like you kind of, I didn't even know it existed when I read the books and I felt like I was totally... Um, and I, told, I thought I thought I was on par with everything I needed. Right. Patrice hadn't read Front Street Porter, but she was cool with not reading it. But I'm I'm going to start here um, for my sake. So Front Street Porter. OK, here you go, LaCroix. You with us? Ow. Hey, y'all. Yeah, there she go. So Front Street Porter starts off with this father and son scene right mm-hmm. between this father and son the son is i mean the father is telling this son who is eight now how old is lake at the time i want to say he can't be no more than 10 he was like yeah. 10 okay so this little boy he's basically a little baby this little boy mm-hmm. he is giving him this father-son talk this coming of age which he was only 10 so he wasn't even coming of age but he had to grow up fast and this tells you just how fast he had to grow up but this father is telling this son that he is responsible for his four younger brothers Mm -hmm. and when I say responsible I don't mean like make sure they good responsible no you are responsible for making sure they good they mental health is good they physical health is good they financially okay like they are your world nothing else and whatever happens to them is your fault it's like he birthed them four boys it's like Mm -hmm. you birthed them from your womb and you need to make sure this yo they came soul, out your nutsack. This is your sole purpose in life to care for your little brothers. And he looks up to his father so much that he is hanging on to his every word. He is and living. and Shaquana that he's really not worthy of love. Like he will I'm, never I was have gonna love. get into that. So you know, he's telling him this, he's hanging on his every word. So he's like, Okay, I gotta take care of my brothers, I gotta take care of my family. So, with that being said. You know, his father is basically telling him, you are the protector, you are the provider, you are the head of this family, right? At mm-hmm. 10 years old, he's telling him that because you have to provide all of those things for these four people, you don't have it to give anyone else. Mm-hmm. So no one is going to love you because you have all of these responsibilities and also, you can't love anyone else. So he's telling him, no one is going to love you because people... The Nobody's going to understand the, your relationship and your dynamics of your brothers. And I think so, too, that he was saying, because you are the protector, because you are the provider, because that's who you are, that's your role... Hassan was used to people using him all the women Mm -hmm. around him all the people around her people are going to use you and because they're using you they can't love you so people don't love people like us because we provide financially for their mothers yeah the son's mothers right yeah so 
one thing I was thinking about when I was thinking about this discussion was because we are the Black Girl Book Club podcast, but a lot of us are married to or in relationships with Black men. And I know this was on a um, deeper um, level, but a lot of Black men are taught this also like you know you protect the provider you don't have feelings you know your job is to make sure everybody good you know you protect them you provide for them and that's it and so that's how they grow up and then we have these emotionless men in our mm-hmm. lives and we kind of trying to bring them out you know like we love you we love you which is what ivy and avery um ended up having to do you know later on in the series but i think that that was super significant so that you that is really um profound because when i think about that it was like back in the day you know fathers did not go to their kids school they didn't know their kids teachers names they didn't Mm -hmm. they they you know they they were just considered mean and they were providers and kids didn't go to their parents for her i mean for their fathers for love but that is exactly um the way it was back in the day it's a little bit different now but it's like my daddy didn't know where my school was he didn't know my teacher it, because that just wasn't funny? the way it was you know it's funny akon he touched on it in an interview mm-hmm. and to and say it into a test a man of a certain caliber a man of a certain wealth we don't have time to even you know to go up to every soccer game every football game every parent teacher conference you know, and you don't have time to give that that extra love, that extra attentive, that extra attention to the kids. That's what the wife is for. That's what the woman of the household is for, is to step in and fill in the blanks that I'm not able to be there because I'm too busy providing. But I will say, her son loved them boys and he showed he them he love. The best way he knew how. The best he way he knew how. Love and he loved those boys and they knew it and that's why they respected him so much that's why they respected him so much but anyway their father suffered from mental illness and he was preparing him for his demise basically he knew that he was going to pass away either because he was in the streets is that my computer it patrice can you hear me i don't know what is that can y'all hear me yes yeah okay so he was preparing him for either his demise because he was in the streets he was a drug dealer and all that stuff or that he was going to succumb to his mental health issues so he was preparing Mm -hmm. like at 10 years old because he knew that he probably wouldn't live very long Hassan Mm -hmm. that's the father's name and so what ended up happening in on us is that the father um committed suicide and I thought so, that happened in Front Street Porter. I mean, Front Street Porter. I'm talking about Front Street Porter right now. But he committed suicide and that left Lake in charge. And just like I was saying with a lot of people probably wouldn't agree with the way that Hassan went about that with Lake. But just like I was saying in um, Jackson and L's book by Love Belvin, I can't think of the name of it right now. But um, uh, Love's Inconvenient Truth. Yes. But Jackson's father was preparing him for the lifestyle that he was going to have to lead, you know, upon something happening to him. And so, although you may not have agreed with that, which they stuff was off the chain, but Hassan was preparing Lake 
for the life that he was getting ready to um have to lead with these boys in this family and stuff. And so um that's the beginning. And they were all over the place. I did not for the life of me understand Hassan's psychological concept and the women he chose to have kids by. Who was, uh, was Hassan was their daddy? Hassan was like, like he wasn't even wrapped all the way right. What you mean the women he, they decided to have kids by? He was he was mentally ill himself. I mean he right. kicked it with a girl who who wanted to be Gucci, but they named her Poochie <laughs> or Moochie. I'm like what the hell? right. Moochie so, or but Gucci. In front street porter, you learn these guys, the brothers. You learn who they are. You learn their personalities. You kind of get to know them. So you have to go back. To that book to really know the boys when they mm -hmm. grew up and at a younger age. Also in Front Street Porter, Bont, one of the brothers, one of the um younger brothers. Let's talk about that, Shaquana. Wait a second. Let's talk about that. Can we name the players so we can start okay, using names? That's a good and... idea. So yeah. Lake is the oldest brother. It's the oldest. And then you have Rick and um Vaunt. Yeah, Rick and Bond. I think Rick is the second oldest. And then Bond is the same age, I think. Because they got I think they they got twins. Yeah. They were born in the same year. Then and Rick. And then you have um Dem and Sal. And Sam. But then you find out later on in the book, was it on First Street Porter? Was it on us? That they have an older brother. Yeah, uh, that's on that's it that happens at on us, but don't talk about that. Okay. Yet. okay. So okay, you bad. have these five brothers, right? And Lake is responsible for the other four. Every Lake no more than like 24 or 25. Right. But when his these father passed kids. away, he was only 18. Right. And that's when he started having pressure the business, the drug business, and raise these little boys. But mm -hmm. also in Front Street Porter, Vaughn meets this um bottle girl at the strip club. I he does. he does. And these boys are so wild, y'all. Like, and I have a quote that I wanted to read from the book. Give me one second to find it. But say something while you find it, Shaquana. Okay, hold um, on. So he meets ivy the bottle girl at the strip club usually they fucking everybody screwing everybody just doing whatever to any just willy-nilly right community if you didn't know the definition of community dick this family <laughs> is the definition of community dick baby because anybody could get the dick you can get the dick you can get the dick she gets the dick her get but the listen. dick, your mama get the dick, your grandmama get the dick. But listen, everybody can everybody get the dick. wanted the dick. And everybody huh? wanted the dick. Everybody wanted it. Okay. Everybody wanted it. Okay. Um and everybody got it. What did you want to say, Patrice? Um, as far as like Lake is responsible for all of them, but they're responsible for each other. It's it's made very clear that the older one is responsible for the younger one. Mm -hmm. And so he makes it very clear, like who's responsible for the older. So Dem is older than Sav. So Dem is responsible. It's like, you don't do nothing to hurt your younger brother. They make it very mm -hmm. clear. Their allegiance to each other is very strong. And mm -hmm. then if your younger brother is acting a plum ass fool, it's your, you fault. It's, your fault. it's your fault you're responsible for this person. But I mm -hmm. get why their father raised them that way. And that's why... I wanted to read this quote, but I can't find it right now. But Ivy says in On Us 2, 
basically that we are all parentless children. Children. Okay. Mm-hmm. They are all parentless ch- children. All of these people that come together eventually and throughout these three books are parentless children. When you have parents that are there for you in your life, they're guiding you. They're telling you right, right from wrong. They are, you know, instilling values and morals and things like that in you. These were and all wisdom. Fa- parent, not fatherless, not motherless, but parentless. Ain't children. no mama, ain't nobody, mama, daddy, grandmama, auntie, uncle, nobody is in the picture. So it's I like the blind leading the goddamn blind. Judge them for their unruliness and their mm-hmm. uncouthness, but Girl, they, they didn't have no home training. Just go ahead and say it. They didn't have they no, had no damn home training. They had to raise themselves. Okay, and, and they then the, what what little bit of parental support they had was just as toxic and dysfunctional and crazy as they all grew up to be. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you know, when you're judging people like out in the world and you say, I don't see how they could do this. I don't see how they, you know, how this person became Mm -hmm. this person. You don't know what their background is. You don't know what they went through. You don't, you didn't see them, you know, out on the streets. Are you setting up for a past, Shaquana? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) Her her past is on the screen. She's shamed. That's how come you can't see her face. Baby, I ain't never shamed. I'm going to always give grace because these people needed grace, all of them, from the worst to the worst. Okay, because what age do you stop extending grace? And I want and I want want to know the truth about that too, Shaquan, because it's a scene in this book where grace is not. It ain't, it ain't, no, it's beyond okay. grace. Okay, so point. let's get into the book. Okay, so let's I get into wanted the book. To, I just wanted to, um, dang, we didn't really talk about Ivory and Avery a whole lot. That's but fine. Ron, That's fine. We don't get in there. Ivory and Ivory, at, she at the strip club, her and her little sister are parentless people, but they have this- They homeless, honey. They living in the hotel. They mama don't like them. They mama treat them like crap. She put them out the house all the time on the street. She telling them that they she they want um, her men, even though the men is molesting um, Ivy. She's the older sister, you know, and just like all kind of crazy stuff like that. So they are alone, homeless, out on the street. What ends up happening is- Vant, Vant, he meets her, he falls madly in love with her, and he takes her and her little sister in because they are rich. They unruly, they crazy, they um all that, but they, they hood rich. rich. They, no, they ain't hood brother? rich, baby. They rich rich. They rich rich. My they bad. Rich, they rich, rich. They ain't hood rich. They rich they rich. rich. They got the money. They got before, the money. Before you move further, Shaquana, you um Avery and Ivy is funny because the same they live by the same code as the Porter boys. Right. Even though it wasn't it wasn't beat into them like it was into Lake, but Ivy takes her taking care of her sister very serious. Very even, serious. even as an adult, it's almost the same as it is with Lake and taking care of his brother. And then it's still some mental instability there. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what? Everybody meet everybody. You don't know what kind of divine intervention has happened when you meet somebody, you end up with them. What are the chances that these two people meet like this or whatever? So 
that's front street port i just wanted to give you a little bit of background because we finna start talking about all these people and all this crazy stuff finna be happening i just wanted to kind of set the stage so we're in on us at this point book one book, book one. one and on, Stay on us starts with avery ivy's younger sister dating vont's vont's best ex-best friend so they're not best yeah. friends anymore but this guy that he grew up with, that he was always with when he met them, the, the girls, when he met the girls, ended up dating Ivy's younger sister, which he was too old to be dating Kai. his sister, Kai. His name is Kai. Kai. So Kai is um, a Avery, which is Ivy's younger sister, is in an abusive relationship. I think she's like 16 years old at this time. But not at this time. She grown when the book first started. When they started sleeping together, she was 15. Oh, okay. Okay. So she about 18. She's still a baby though. She's not grown, grown. She ain't over 25. He was in his 20s when he started sleeping with her. She was 15. Mm -hmm. So now he is like 24, 25, and she is um like 20. But he is abusing her. And I think she like 20, and he like 27, 28. Yeah, no. he's older because he's older than Lake. He older, older than Lake. They break her with each other. Lake is 26, yeah. so he's oh, 27. Yeah, he's 27. Uh, we ain't got that. We ain't got that. We ain't got that. We talking about age. But anyway, so um, he's abusing her. So him and mm -hmm. um, Von dogging him about because um, he was dating the sister and Vaughn knows that, you know, I know you was messing with her when she was underage. And so mm -hmm. he don't mess with him no more or whatever. The guy, Kai, he got a baby mama and a baby that Avery's mm -hmm. girlfriend doesn't know about. Okay? Right. So that is why he claims that he is, is on the way. The baby is on the way. She haven't uh -uh, had the, the baby, baby there. The baby when, she, when the book starts. Uh-huh. Cause he had to go go over a house and all that stuff, and she's mm -hmm. and texting okay. and all that or whatever. Come get the baby, you know the baby needs this and that, that, So right, doing that typical baby mama shit. So and Avery over there, like, what's going on? What's happening? Well, he, no, the thing of it was he had become so abusive all of a sudden. So he did. They had been together since she was fifteen. So they've been together for four five year. years. He was he abusive for one year. Her a year ago, and it was like, damn, what's going on? Why you got all right. the stuff? You Why know, you hitting on me? He was beating her ass. And so what I was. what I learned is that he was beating her because he was mad at the girl that was having his baby. He was, yeah. And so he, he couldn't beat her. Anger out. He couldn't beat her because she was pregnant. It's like you just don't know because he did get the chance to beat her ass. But yeah, he didn't beat her because she was pregnant. And so he came home and he took it out on I on Avery. And he actually, mm -hmm. in his mind, loved her. Yeah. Right. He right. did. She loved that toxic shit. shit. She stuck, baby. This book was so toxic. <laughs> it was like, but it was it was so good. And the way that she developed the characters throughout the three books, like it, I, I don't think I've read a book like that where the characters started off this way and then by the end of the book or the series, they they didn't did a turnaround, not a complete turnaround because they were still crazy, but you know, you can't mature growing and maturing. Mm -hmm. So that's how the book starts with that. Because this guy is beating her and he has a relationship with her brother, which is her um sister's boyfriend, 
that has practically been taking care of them now for four or five years. Um, she has distanced herself from her sister and mm-hmm. her brother, basically. So that's an abusive yeah. tactic right there. When somebody is yeah. abusing you, they isolation. Will, they will isolate you from your family. They'll put you in a house if they can afford it, they'll put your house way across town. So he mm-hmm. basically just tried to dissolve their relationship. He did. Right. He did. Right. And so um they they beefing. So like she's distant from her sister. And then you have the brothers over here who we met in French Quarter. <laughs> And you have them over here and they still crazy and unruly. So yeah. um, Bont is like her brother because he's practically raised. Yeah, school right. It's like, it's like he has fairy a father in a he way. He look at himself like a father to her because he yeah, felt yes, like that's his if, baby. if she's getting married, you need to ask me for her. Yeah, man. you need to ask me. That was funny to me. Like, how y'all gonna try to be fucking traditional at this point? I know, and you're, tw- and you're like crazy. 24. And untraditional as y'all are, how you gonna try to be untraditional now? Talking about she (laughs) should have asked for my hand in marriage. So Avery and um Kai is act, they're actually engaged, and Mm -hmm. so enters Lake. So we just gonna jump straight to this. Do y'all need to talk about anything before Lake it? No, we don't. We don't. Just go ahead and come on in. (laughs) So Lake, because he's older, he is Kai's age, maybe a maybe a year younger. He's a year under. So yeah, I'm gonna say Kai's 27 and then Lake is 26. So these are I mean, th- even though don't get me wrong, I'm 28 years old myself. These are still all kids with a kid type mentality. So these are not 30, 35, 45 year old people. These are children. I mean, let's just call it what it is. These are kids. These are adult children. Right. So, right. Oh, Lord. But anyway, so Lake enters the picture. So Lake is Avant's brother. And Mm -hmm. of course, he's going to come visit his brother from time to time. And he he don't come over over his brother's house. And he see this girl. And she she looking like a woman. And Mm -hmm. I think it's like, you remember my little sister? And he like, little sister? She ain't looking that like ain't no little sister, sister right now. <laughs> but Lake remembers her, but she, Avery don't remember Lake. She remember mm. him. She just didn't never see him. And he never yeah. said anything when she was younger. And I think that she wrote it that way in the book so that it wouldn't be like he was looking at her when she was Right, right, right. I think she right. wrote it like that. So it'd be like, they didn't interact much when she was, you know, 15, 16, 17 years mm-hmm. old. He didn't come around and they didn't see each other that much. So it wasn't like he was looking at her like that at that age. But now that she is grown and of age, he see he her see, over he, here. He can see and her. Like, he see uh, her. Yeah. So he they, see her, see me, see you. We see each other. <laughs> So they seeing each other and, you know, there's this chemistry between them that everybody notices even before they do. Mm-hmm. It's in the air. Like, Lake, the when Lake, what she said something and Lake actually chuckled. And they was like, this nigga don't chuckle. He don't, he don't laugh. laugh. He don't right? that, he, he, he don't comment. Was that sad to y'all that he didn't, that he, he was just so... It was it was sad that he just didn't have a personality. Like he didn't have he didn't have the his own identity. At that, that's point, how I it took was, it. it. It wasn't sad to me at that point when she started loving him and showing him how to love. That's when it was sad to me. Mm-hmm. He and he, like, like he didn't he, he didn't know how to receive it. He didn't feel like he was deserving of it. Right. He had never experienced 
the simplest things that you would in a relationship or just he never experienced nurturing. So let's right. go through these relationships. Okay, so let's get through Lake and um, Ivory. Yeah, I wish I could see my face because I'm just like blushing almost. So they see each other. They're attracted to each other. There's this chemistry, but Ivory got this boyfriend at home, this fiance that um, Avery. he loves. I mean, Avery. That she loves and, you know, she trying to work right. it out with him. He said he's saying he ain't going to hit her no more. He getting his life together. He going to do but right. Going upside on he actually stopped after, I don't okay. know, after she got pregnant, I guess. But anyway, so she got this fiance over her. So she like, I'm checking, you know, he nice looking, but, you know, she trying to work it out with her man and everything. So then Lake gets sick. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden gets sick. No, I'm thinking he no, no, he didn't go to girl. He was smoking weed and something happened with his lungs. Yeah, he had <laughs> something. Like his lungs collapsed or something. Yeah. And so he is deathly, of, I ain't gonna say deathly, but he he doesn't like hospitals. So he's not going to Mm-mm. the hospital. He has Mm-mm. fainted. He can barely breathe. His insides is all inflamed and messed up and he will not go to the hospital under any circumstances. He will not. So they call Ivy's little sister, Avery, who is a nurse. I guess she's like a registered nurse. That's what she went well, to. Well, yeah, she went to school nah, for nursing. I she was in nursing school. No, she. I think she completed nursing school. She, she just didn't work in it because Kai didn't, didn't, want didn't want her to work. Kai didn't want hmm. her to work. That control. So, that control. Um, Don't, they give Don't give his ass a pass, Shaquana. Don't give his ass a pass. You know, I do have a pass for Kai. I do, but we gonna, we gonna save it. So, um, Lake gets sick. They call Avery to his rescue. So that she can nurse him back to help because he won't mm-hmm. go to the hospital. During this, and time, she nursed him back. All right, she nursed him back. I mean, like it was just such a a cute little exchange, especially mm-hmm. because Lake has never had a girlfriend. Because if you guys remember, he does not love and nobody loves him. Love Daddy then told him and everything. He so don't, he don't he, kiss in the mouth. He don't eat coochie. But, but Shaquana, uh, the, the, the cutest thing is that they kept calling Avery fresh. Like they would right. always have these little cute? old school things. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, they was like, Avery in here being fresh. She in here being mm-hmm. fresh. You know what she doing while she trying to rubbing all on his chest. Right, rubbing all on his chest. And then she had to get in the bed with him to well, keep him she, warm or some shit she like She took that. off her clothes so she was in her panty and her bralette. <laughs> And then and look and and Lake was in the bed neck and she was like I don't know when he. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she, he had knocked they, out they was then. both being fresh. They was they both being. That was really really. Then cute. he gonna raise the cover up. Hold on. Then he gonna raise the cover. I'm not on her. She on me. Right, because she not had on her legs wrapped all around him. And Lake usually don't go for this stuff. He don't mm-hmm. get close to him. Don't touch mm-hmm. him. Don't be trying to cozy up to him. All he want is to hit. Then he out. And then Rhonda, Rhonda, Rhonda in the chat just broke, broke, broke up a very valid uh point but that Avery is pregnant. She being yeah. fresh with somebody yeah. else bun in there. But let me tell you, know. so Kai left that door open for her because he is acting a damn fool. He didn't stop hitting her, but now he don't come home half the time. Mm-hmm. So he left that door open for her and um lake to develop this relationship and kind of you know explore their chemistry and things like that that they have going on between them 
he left that door open so she got this fiance that she's pregnant by but he's not she got it she got his baby in her and his ring on her finger he's not treating her right and then she got this fine ass like fine fine like like just fine but like god fine you know over here and you know they they feeling all the feels and he don't say much but you know she know he feeling her and everything so Kai left that door wide open for Lake to slide on up in there, basically, is what I'm saying. No, I think I don't think he intentionally left the door open. No, he I think didn't. it's oh, of course it was not. divided. Door open. It was nobody so divided that he, he didn't have no choice. Nobody leaves the door open. Yeah, nobody but leaves the thing the is door because open. still, even there's further down in the book when all of this stuff has happened, he in his mind, he still can't wrap his mind around that she would cheat. No matter he mm-hmm. didn't beat her ass for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He don't come mm-hmm. home. He don't eat all of this food that she cooked. And in his mind, he think that he got her, I, I don't know, just no, wrapped. No, he knew she was over there on some slick shit because he kept saying, who was over there? What was you doing over mm-hmm. there? Was them brothers there? You know, mm-hmm. who the fuck so is there be going on? What he didn't want to, want to believe was that she was messing with Lake. With Lake. Anyway, right. she thought he, had, she, he thought he had her so messed up in the head. So she'll never leave me. She'll never do this. She'll never do that. But you know what? He he, he can't see because his baby mama got him gone. His his baby mama is driving him up and down. It wasn't the mama. It was the baby. He couldn't stand the mama. He despised the mama. No, but she. No, I don't think so. He came running. But he came running every five minutes. Every time she called, he came. He felt like he was being there for his child. When he okay. needed he the way that, that he baby. treated her, it wasn't like he was feeling her to me. Later on, you find out he still he really did. did Later on, her. after Avery, after Avery then checked out for real. Well, she got shot and all that, but you know, after she checked out for real, did because I when I was reading it, I was like, Oh, now you want to say you care about her and all this stuff. Cause Avery gone, you know she gone and ain't coming back. So now, you know, this is your only option, but I don't think he was feeling her like that at first when he thought he had a chance with Avery but that was just my thing and controlling right Mm -hmm. so So let's get on to Avant and Avery so Avant and uh uh, Avery and Lake is the relationship starting to blossom and bloom through his illness and we have Avant and Ivy now can y'all hear me I forgot uh-huh. to hit me. My camera and call Becca. Avant and Ivory is a special case. <laughs> Avant feels like he should get a pass because he took Ivy out the damn. He never, hotel. he never, he never said that. I didn't see he that. never said it, but I feel like it was implied. I don't think he did. And then I feel like I felt that. You know, because I did X, Y, and Z, because I rescued you, because I elevated your lifestyle, because I helped you out, you should put up with my shit. Not at all. That's Not how I feel. That's what exactly he did, how I feel. What the things that he That's did, it was internal. Just, it had nothing to do with her. The things that he did had nothing to do with her. Everything that he was doing was internal. And when everybody started going to therapy, it came out and had me crying like a goddamn fool reading this book because it comes out why he kept self-destructing basically is what he was doing right but at the same time though stay with me because you know my past you know what i got going on and look what i took you out of 
I don't think so. No, I yeah, and that's how niggas operate. That's how they think, Toronto. They do. That's what she said. She said that she felt like she owed him. Biggest but liar. I don't think he never said that. I think maybe I think he genuinely loved her and wanted to take her. I ain't denying that. He, he kept self-destructing himself. People have these patterns where they have to Thank keep you, going Lord. back to he the bed. He was spoiled and wanted his way. He was spoiled and wanted his way. And he wanted but, all. Uh, if y'all remember in the beginning when he first met, um, met them and he moved them in or whatever, if y'all remember, Lake told him, like, you need to get that girl and her sister out your house. I think at that point, he was still going to the strip club. He was still fucking. He, he was, was still, still getting rolling. topped off. But when you get to on us, it's, it's none of that, like, you owe me. Or, you know, I don't think he's that way not He's so a, much as you owe me but you know as we get further along in the series if I, I mean i don't think we there at that point you'll see that you keep doing it over and over and over and over and over again he had some issues within himself that kept him doing it oh it didn't have nothing to do with her he wasn't doing it to her he and when she tried it. to get her lick back he said what he self-sabotaged again he self sabotaged. No, she wasn't gonna get her damn lick back if he had anything to do with it. It wasn't no getting no lick back with him. But I mean, I don't think he was doing it to her. He wasn't doing anything to her. He was doing it to himself, which was messed up. Because and he I'm not denying that, but what I'm saying is, you should put up with the bullshit. He because never said you know I'm self sabotaging, and because what other option do you have? Where did he say that she should put up with it? I didn't say he said it. I said he implied, he implied it. it. How did he imply it? Through your actions. You know I'm a good woman. You. What do you mean? You know my value. You just know I was in a fucked situation. But don't disregard. Don't don't discard the. Fact I'm a good woman. I took care of you, and I took care of your motherfucking brothers too. Nigger, I, I don't knew discard that. For past. you to keep on fucking off on me, right? Ivy knew that they had messed around. That he had messed around in the past, and it seemed like they never got to the point where they got like in this book where it's like it's over. They never got to that point. It's, it seemed like she did take it a little bit, and they didn't went around and around about him she doing said, stuff. She said she felt like she owed him, and maybe deep down he knew that too. Maybe he, he maybe deep me. down he knew. That she felt like he owed him, but I still don't think that he felt like she owed him. But anyway, so you got Lake and Ivory. Ivory got a fiance; she pregnant. Lake over here, he don't know how to deal with his emotions. He never had no mm-hmm. girlfriend. He ain't never had no kids. He never had nothing. So that's one couple in this whole situation. He mm-hmm. have Ivy and um, Avant, who can't keep his dick in his pants, <laughs> who keep on disrespecting Ivy. He do. And who gives no fucks about what he do and how he do it and when he do it. Okay. And then you have like, Rick, man, don't do wait, no wait, 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 wait. Okay. So Go ahead, Shawana. You have Ivy and you have So he did not keep on like just fucking everybody. He had this one individual that he slipped back with. So, you know, we just started making up stories and stuff like that. But for anybody who haven't read the story. Making up stories. Yes, because he was not like out there like that. Okay. So you have. (laughs) Put it in the chat and vent one out there like it. 
Was he fucking everybody or was he just fucking Shaney or whatever her name was? Okay. Was he just doing every in any and everything or was he did he slip back up with her? But anyway, so while they putting that in the chat, then we just slipped back up. Like he slipped on a banana shawana. Basically. Like she just slipped on a banana and fell on the dick. Calling him, talking about some, I just want to be your friend. But anyway. So you got these two people. They they've been together for the almost ten years now. They've been madly in love with each other. They have also been trying to conceive a child and haven't been able to. Um, Ivy has had three or four miscarriages, almost full term, like six seven months. Not like you know beginning. She's actually had to push out babies a couple of times that passed away because she had a sexually transmitted disease when she was a um, child from one of her mom's men and it caused her to have female problems. This book mm-hmm. is sad to even talk about, Lloyd. We had to read through all of this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's one couple. And then... How, you got a who don't love these hoes. Who just he loved, he loved them and tell him what's going on. Yeah, that's on down the line now. But that's he made it very clear. He don't want no relationship. After that situation happened with Shaquan, with Shanique, I forgot a goddamn name. <laughs> he didn't want to deal with that shit no more. He kept it very clear with the women he fucked with. Nowhere near her name. Nowhere near those shit. What? Are you talking about Shaquan? Yeah. Are you talking about Shaquan? No, 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 no. What's Rex? What's Rex? Rex's girlfriend. He can't leave alone. Out. Her name was not her name was like Naya. Yeah, Naya. Naya, Naya, something. My bad. It was like Naya. And so yeah. who so lied and said that was his um, baby. That wasn't his baby. And um Bond are the only ones that's in the relationship for real. Shy come in later for some. Yeah. Shy, okay, so. Dem, Shy, Dem, and Fab. You might as well group them three together, baby, because that, that was a throuple. Jesus. That was a fucking throuple. <laughs> no, that, that was, was a forced throuple, and you can't tell me that Shaw didn't enjoy fucking them. Oh, she um, did. Nope. She said she did. Nope. She said she did. So you have this unruly family throughout book two. You know, everybody is getting to know each other. They're forming this family. Book one. Mm-hmm. I mean, book one. And there is a bond. I love the bond that they the have. The bond that they have, the bond that they develop, you know, between one another. The greatest thing about book one of On Us is the relationships that, the relationship that develops between Avery and Lake. Because mm-hmm. I can't get right, because he's trying to take he couldn't his, get family, right. his family over here, this baby mama and the son. So he really don't have time for Avery, but Mm-mm. he's holding on to her as much as he can because he doesn't want her to leave him. And then she's pregnant also. But Avery is getting her leg back. But you know what? <laughs> when he, when he, when he, he her back and falling in love. It ain't just no. Mm-hmm. I met a nigga and that she falling in love. But oh, when Kai, her leg, go ahead, go when ahead. Kai found yeah. out that Avery was pregnant, you, I think part of what started pushing her away for real was how he reacted to her because he acted like he wasn't happy at first. Mm-hmm. He was very, he mm-hmm. was, he was very pissed off because he was like, "She don't know about the other baby," but he's looking at it like, "I got two kids. What the fuck I'm gonna do with these two well, kids?" I got and he two knows, kids under two. And then but I think what we need to talk about thing about this situation was when he had to take that baby over his mama house 
because the girl had something to do and he couldn't take his baby home because his girlfriend didn't know his fiance didn't know about the baby so he had to take the baby to his mama house to his mama his house mama can babysit because he still didn't want this girl to know about this baby Mm-hmm. actually he didn't already checked out of the relationship anyway but i think mm-hmm. it's very a very important part that you got to discuss is when they had the pool party mm-hmm. at the airbnb because that's when a lot of that's when the relationship between lake and um avery really took one? off uh-huh uh-huh it's in book one when lake and avery really took off that's when shy came in the picture that's mm-hmm. when gia came in the picture uh, that's when Cheyenne is Avery's friend who's also a registered nurse so Avery invited Gia over to the party when Lake the Gia is Gia was giving them medicine for him right Gia was giving them medicine and Gia is Rick's little midnight hour conversation on the phone so is acting up. and Rick met Gia at the pool party the pool party was off the chain. Go back and read that if you ain't read it yet. The pool party was well. Lake had a date as well, and that oh, does he did. End up he was with me. Oh my god, you got to go back and read Front Street Party if you want to know more about Lake Date, baby. Because I've Avery didn't beat her ass and all that, mm-hmm. but he, I felt bad for her throughout the um series too, except for when she was messing with um staff that was kind of disgusting but outside of that i felt bad for her and everything you said I felt bad for who v v oh lord she wanted like to love her so bad let's talk about it for a second because it it, it, is that book two or three when she really come up she come up in the last book for real for real but she's introduced in book one Briefly, let's just go over because the whole losing Sab, Sab losing his virginity is in book one, right? Right. That's in Front Street. So, right. That's in Front Street. So let, let's just briefly talk about that. So Lake had this older woman named B. You know, when he need to be tuned up, she need to be tuned up. You know, they didn't deal with a do. Lake, Sab wanted to lose his fucking virginity so bad. I don't know what so he bad. thought it was gonna happen when he lost his virginity. I don't know why he thought this is just a rare right passage into manhood. Everybody else fucking, I want to fuck too. Was you he know? like fourteen at the time? He I want to say he was about fourteen. Yeah, no more than fifteen, sixteen, no more than that. But I want to say he was about fourteen years old. So Lake was like, "I got you, bro. I got this woman for you." She gonna put it on you. She gonna be a very willing participant. This is the perfect this person. This is what you happens when your older to. brother is raising. This you. is your older brother raising you. Keep Rhonda in mind. Rhonda said that he was, that Sap was thirteen years old. So that oh, made Lord, that's even worse. Oh no, Dem oh, was fourteen. Lord, pedophiles, Lord. But anyways, keep in mind. I want to say Lake no more than about eighteen, nineteen. I'm gonna give him twenty years old. But he boom, he taking the V house. B, let me holler at you real quick. Say, I want to lose his virginity. Why not, you know, take my brother virginity? I know you're going to treat him right, blah, blah. You know, not knowing. I want to say everybody knew. Didn't didn't he didn't damn lose his virginity to B2? I don't know if he lost his virginity, but he fucked her as well. 
they, they as they like do. to say, they trained on her. They trained V. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep in mind, V like 27 years old. V's a grown woman. And she kind of fell for him a little bit. 28 years old. She fell so for boom. this 13-year-old a little bit. Wait, hold on. Hold on. So boom, V all in love with Lake. Sure, why not, Lake? I'll do it for you. Anything for you, baby. So they go in a room and Sav is like, what the fuck I'm supposed to do? Like, what I'm supposed to do, you know? So he didn't know what the hell was going on. Baby, Lake had to come in the room and oh. talk this little boy oh into God. how to have sex with V. Mm. I forgot oh. about that. Wow. I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. Do you oh. know what type of psychological mess that is for a 27-year-old, damn near 30-year-old woman a 21-year-old man, and I'm going to say 21, young man and a 13-year-old little boy and your brother trying to talk you through how to have sex with a woman and this is what you do and this is how you do it and this is where it feels good. Mm. What? You know how mm. sick that kid is? That was rough. That was and they, rough. Don't, they don't talk deeper. about it, but them gets in it too. Then it gets deeper, y'all. V falls in love with Sav. This boy ain't number 13 years old. He's continually fucking V behind Lake's back. Keep in mind, Lake is still busting V down. But in the process, Sav is doubling back and fucking her as well. And somewhere Dem fucks her too. And V actually thinks that that he that Lake is gonna wipe her. They all love her. They all love her and they all want to be with her. And they all gonna take care of now, her. All she want is Lake. She don't want nobody but him. And that's she, why she, she, she want to be wife by Lake, not not by Sav. She want to be wife by Lake, but she like fucking. She probably she like fucking Sav. Attached to him because he is the next best thing. To mm-hmm. And he's the only person that's really giving her some attention. Well, right. you gotta imagine a thirteen year old. It was probably oh, this is so sick. Like nurturing to a certain extent. Right. Right. Oh he needed. Okay, y'all. So we got to get back in the car. So we're going to get back in the car. But anyway, B is Sav's. I don't know how you call it. Chelsea. B is Sav's Chelsea. It ain't no Chester because a Chester's a man. V is Sav's Chelsea. But she's also still making messing with Lake. So but she also still messing with Lake. Um, Lake and, and Avery, and they developed this bond over a course of like a month. They develop this bond. They have all of this chemistry between the, the two of them. They end up having sex. All this stuff was written really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, she digs so deep and gives you so it's so much dimensions to these people and to the and stuff like that. So she digs deep into all of that. So they end up having sex and he like You know what, Shaquana, I, I'm gonna let you gloss over it, but when they have sex, it's an experience. It's it's explosive. Uh, when I tell y'all that I it's felt love like that man was in my uterus, <laughs> read this book. I was crying because he got the biggest, longest, thickest. Because <laughs> we put it in the chat. It was like, 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 I just don't understand why your dick is so big. Like, right, that. like oh, God. He had, he had Tracy problems. Him he and did. Tracy went to the same 
congregation. But um, to the um, same little seminar, like, um, having problems with big. Everyone like Af Africa. Avery was taking it every which way. Okay, it took a little bit. He had to work it. She had. She had. <laughs> you know, he had to work her yeah, in. Everybody had really... to get broken in. Let me see. No, after had to get broken in. Everybody had to get broken in. The first time that he kid, they kissed. It was his first kiss. He had never kissed a girl before, never kissed a woman before. And she gave him his first kiss and she had the music mm -hmm. and she made it all romantic. No, the first that kiss she came. Experience. The first kiss she came from kissing Oh, yeah. Him. And uh, he had never uh -uh. kissed a woman before. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. The first kiss was at the pool party. The kiss where mm -hmm. she came was when she went to his house. Was it? Yeah. And then after that house, they was together. After that, after she went to his house, he was like, I gave you an opportunity to go back to that nigga and work it out for your baby. And no, all. after he, he like, fucked her, he said, house, You mine. After you he mine. Her, you mine. You shouldn't have never came here. He said, I tried to give your silly mm -hmm. ass a chance to figure it out, decide what you wanted, but you messed around and gave me the pussy. Uh uh, and they had been had sex. They had had sex at um, when she came to his house. He said, You didn't came house. out here uninvited. And and we didn't fuck. It's, yeah, it's over. But she had it's over. Them at um Ivy them house. They was doing it up in her room, in her old room. And she was screaming like she was losing her life. And no, they had to so they listen. Had had that was funny. And that's what he was saying. He was like, I can't keep doing this. He was like, I don't feel good. I know you don't feel good doing this. So we need to stop. After you have mm -hmm. your baby, then we can decide if you want to be with me or you want to be with him or whatever the case may be. But we're gonna stop doing this. We're gonna stop having sex while and her stupid ass ass are you gonna wait and engage. Are you gonna wait? And no. so then when she went to his house and had that type of intimacy and experience with him at his house, he was like, "I'm taking that offer off the table. It's no longer there. You're mine now." Mm -hmm. to choose at this point so they're in a relationship she's decided that she's going to leave kai because he is whack and she's gonna be with lake she's in love with lake she don't know how it happened so fast sav is feeling away because lake has never had a relationship and because he is not avery got a fiance it's kind of like um you playing my brother do y'all remember when Y'all remember when he fucked that ring off her finger? When she woke up, her, oh, wedding, he her, her engagement off. ring wasn't on no more. She's like, it was long gone, out, baby. Ring. It them was long things, gone. Them, them sex things was hidden. And when you talk about that thug love, it was some intimacy and some um, loving in her, but it was some hood gangster <laughs> shit going on in the bedroom. So yes, if you want to read all about that, read all about that. So now they're together. But his brothers are a little bit on the fence because they see the difference in him and they see, they feel like she playing with his heart. Like you want to be with mm -hmm. him one day, you going back to your man the next she day and all that. And they don't like that. So Sal, go ahead, Patrice. No, I just said they shouldn't. Oh, and so um, he like, if you really love my brother, I want you to prove it to me. So he takes her back to her old, the house that she shared with Kai and says, mm -hmm. I want you to move out of here basically today. If you really love my today. brother, I want you to move out this house to prove that you love him. So she goes. It's time to go get your shit. Let's go. She don't feel good about it. She feeling kind of bad about it. Mm -hmm. Worst case scenario happens. 
Ty's gone when they get there to get her stuff, but he comes home eventually and finds her and Sav in the house hugging because together. he and now he's gonna stop on the cliffhanger because it's 959 or you gonna I, I wanna um uh, I I got a cliffhanger for y'all. Okay, cool. <laughs> so he um comes in. <clears throat> These all hood niggas, just like for real. This is a hood book. This is a for real hood book. So he thinks that she's cheating on him with Sav because they're there together getting her stuff. They end up hugging while they in the house because he was saying, you know, what was she saying? Thank you for helping me move. Because if I would have had to do it, I probably would have never came and got my mm-hmm. stuff and I still would have been on the fence. So she was thanking him for pressuring her to get her stuff. And he was right. like, you know, he embraced her like, no problem. I got you, sis. Don't worry about it. Right. So they hugging when he come in the house. And so he thinks she's cheating with him. And he came to help her get her stuff. And he pull out his gun like, y'all got me fucked up. And he shoots at Sal, but ends up shooting um, Avery. Avery. And she's pregnant with his child. This was his fiance. And he then shot her. Here, shot her ass. And so that is how book one ends. I don't know how we're going to get through book two and three next week. But <laughs> that is how book one ends. And what ends up happening, I'll give y'all a little bit of information on book two. Um, Kai, the police come because they live in a white area. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, their neighbors call the police because they ain't used to no shooting and all that over there. So the neighbors call the police. The police comes and they're thinking that Sav is the one who shot Avery or they want it. They want to pin it on him. I ain't going to say they think that he he's the one who shot Avery because he was the intruder. This was mm-hmm. their home, Avery and Kai's home. And the police is saying that Sav was the intruder and came in and shot her. So now he's right. fighting a, um, a contempted murder charge. Yeah, because right. now Avery is in a coma and she's also pregnant. And so right. they look at it like he robbed the house and he was taking yep. all of the stuff out of it because all of the stuff was downstairs in his car. Plus right. she was shot. And I, was Kai shot. didn't say what he done, but Kai let them piece the story together and he didn't deny it. Yeah, it's like a motherfucking thing, like a little bitch-ass nigga. So this is what I got to say about Kai, and we're going to end on this. I do not think that he was any different from his brothers. 100%. He was no different from his brothers. He was Hassan's son, and he was just like his brothers, from the cheating to the abuse to oh, all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All he that. Like, he so, was, so I'll say that he, was, he wasn't like Lake. He was a lot like Sav. Mm-hmm. Him he and Sam were like a lot, Sam, but he was a lot like all of them. Yeah, they were he was all a and he had the same and mental everybody wanted to paint. He was the villain in the book, but really he wasn't. He was he was he was raised just like the rest of them boys. Well, actually, he wasn't. He seemed like he came from a nice, stable home, but mm-hmm. he still had Hassan in him. He still had Moochie in him, and. He suffered from some of the same things that they suffer from and live the same type of lifestyle that they live. He wasn't no different than them. And so we can end it there and we'll pick back up next week and talk about 
book two and hopefully we can get into book three or some at least but um yeah let us know what y'all thought about this conversation and then going anything that we missed that y'all wanted to talk about and then going into book two let us know if there's anything that we didn't touch on that you wanted to touch on but at the end of book one avery is in the hospital in a coma she in the coma pregnant. Right, Her and Lake is together. Abby. It's pregnant with twins. I want to say she about four months alone. We did this is good to go into for next week. She about four months alone, pregnant with twins. She trying to event, trying to keep up from having a damn miscarriage of the babies because she's stressed out about her sister. And at the same goddamn time, (laughs) can't keep his motherfucking dick in his pants. So stop right there. He got a damn baby. I think he got a. You know what? You got to we'll stop, stop at some point because that's good mm-hmm. conversation for next week. How the second book jumps off. Yeah. We'll so, right there. That's what we're going to be talking about next week, y'all. This is a good series. I feel like we need to talk about this for hours upon hours upon hours and let everybody get out what they need to get out. But we just don't have that kind of time. So I wanted to bring out the most important thing that I felt like was most important in the book. Um, if y'all feel like something different, then um, let me know. But I appreciate you guys for listening to the Black Girl Book Club podcast today. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Yes. Uh, join us in the On Us group chat that we have on Facebook Messenger. Oh, yeah. That's been like popping. We're not talking about something in book one that you feel like needs to be getting out. You feel like you need to get that off your chest. Join us in the chat. We're going to be talking more about on us. Yeah, tag me in it because I can't hey, join it from the Facebook page. Like, tag me yeah. in a comment so I could try to get in there. Okay. This is chat. Um, and if you're not in the Facebook group, get in the Facebook group. Yeah, get in the Facebook group. For anybody who's not in the Facebook group, get in the Facebook group and uh, Black Girl Book Club podcast. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening tonight. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. See y'all later.